Welcome to Silver Lines Podcast, Episode 4. My name is uh, Joseph Soria, and I'm here with my co-host slash host host. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're getting there. Who's your name? What's George Arevalo. And George, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, for our first-time listeners, what is this podcast about? Uh, yeah, sure. So in 2018, we both had our parents, one of our parents, pass away. And Silver Lines just kind of started as a thing, as an excuse to get together once a month, catch up, hang out, and just kind of check in with each other. So we're trying to find the silver lining and the activities and our lives and just trying to figure this grief out as best as we can. Yep, yep. That's, that's a great way of putting it. Um, so... We also have a, a guest speaker here today. For the first time. For the first time, our first guest speaker. You've heard his name echoed in. throughout the episode. He's been our, but our he's first. But he's here with us in person. He's our most faithful listener. Um, we'd like to introduce Jordan Oglesby. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, uh, I'm Jordan. And uh, yeah, I uh, ran the D&D session that we had this week. And yes. that was kind of our... Uh, yep. Yeah. So for those who don't know, which are probably a lot of people, um, we were doing like a one time, like a once a month, uh, what do you call it? Kind of bucket list item, checking one thing off the bucket list item um, along with our podcast. And the thing this month that was George's idea was uh, try a round of D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. And Jordan happens to be a pretty well-versed dungeon master is that what you call it right yeah yeah dungeon master yeah just leading uh you know leading you guys through the game letting you create the story and being the backbone of all the creatures and other characters in the story yeah we we appreciate you doing that for yeah, us man it, it was, yeah it was super fun it was a pretty fun oh, experience you guys liked it yeah people who unfortunately couldn't be here are two of our other players uh carolina yes. and gia Unfortunately, both Gia wasn't able to make it to the first session, but Carolina was, and but she had to take off early. So yeah. really, I doubt they listened to this, but thank you guys for coming along. I'll shoot you all a text later. Some of the shout out, yeah. yeah. Um, but so, but before we get into reviewing the nitty gritty of like us trying D and D for the first time, um, kind of want to start off with the hard questions for our guest speaker. What oh, do you think, George? Hard questions. What's your favorite uh, soup? Well, <laughs> um, so, white chili. That's a great answer. Wow, that was a dumb question. Makes a <laughs> that was great a great answer. Wow. My teacher told me there's no dumb questions. Yeah, which teacher was that? We went to the same schools, bro. We grew up in the same school <laughs> district. I'll go tell them the rock to their face. I'm, I'm just kidding. okay with that. Well, I, no, I want to get more into. Um, so, so this podcast, I feel like we do a pretty good job of like exploring vulnerability, opening up about grief. So I kind of just want to get to the question, Jordan, have you like ever had anyone close to you pass away? Like a direct um, immediate family member? I <clears throat> I haven't had a parent die or a sibling die. Uh, mm -hmm. I've had a cousin die that was younger than me. Um, he was my favorite cousin on my dad's side. And what? that that was really powerful when it happened. What, uh, when was this? If you'd mind uh, it was in college. Um you know, he was in college too, mm -hmm. and I just remember waking up at 8 a.m., getting a call from my dad, and Whoa. being like, you know, your cousin Davey just died. Like, he fell from, he was climbing a cliff. Whoa. He was going to surprise his best friend, who was having a party because he had just proposed to the woman he was about to marry. What? 
and he was going to be the best man. My cousin was going to be the best man. And so he went to surprise him at his party. And the way he decided to do that was climb this cliff face because they, they went to UC Santa Barbara and yeah. it's right on the ocean and one side is a cliff. And he had done it many times, but you know it was in the middle of the night and what? lost his grip, fell, and died oh instantly. Oh my gosh. That's, yeah. That's yeah, it hit me like a ton of bricks when it happened. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I just, I didn't know how to deal with that. Like, I, I never really had anyone close to me die. I mean, mm-hmm. that was before my grandma had died. That was before my great-grandma had died. Like, other people have died. But that one hit me hard because he's younger than me. He's like mm-hmm. my age. So yeah. all this life I'm living is life he never got to live. And that's like, is huge. And, you know, I like to climb on rocks too. And, and I think about that stuff sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, uh, ran half a marathon with his, you know, his family, wow. my family. And, mm-hmm. you know, we go out to visit Santa Barbara and just kind of, you know, do like a memorial service. We've done like the whole school loved him. Like he was like a huge person in the school. Yeah. Like, um, in choir and, and big into church there mm-hmm. and everything. And like people really loved him and they, you know, they, a lot of people came out wow. to support. So it was pretty cool to see that and hear stories about his college life from his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. yeah, I mean, it was hard though. Like our family took, you know, my grandma took it really hard. Like mm-hmm. she, started to decline in health after he died is this your grandma that goes like wide no. rapid no this is like, uh she surfing my grandma that i'm talking about now she did a lot of biking mm-hmm. across the country like huge you know five seven hundred mile bike trips and Whoa. uh so she was healthy but like this you know when davy died it was like huge for her mm-hmm. you know and you know her health started to deteriorate and she like just aged so quickly it just was like a totally different person almost and Mm. then you know before i knew it she was on her deathbed really did she pass away shortly after that yeah it it was it was less than a year wow yeah and dang she was in a state when I finally saw her, like my parents warned me cause they were like, she might not recognize you. Yeah. She might not know who you who are, you are. Yeah. and like, she might not be fully there. And I feel really lucky to, um, have visited her at the end and s- she did recognize me. She, yeah. we had some really wonderful and in- intimate moments that I'll never, um, that I'll cherish forever because yeah. Yeah. It was just so sweet to see that the wonderful life that she had and, you know, she was a wonderful, kind human, you know, she, um, she like, sewed dresses for children in Haiti. Like she was always giving, Yeah, she was always giving everything she could to people around her. Yeah. She was a saint. She was, incredible the i remember when and uh, before my my dad passed away 
no one else close to me had ever passed away. It had been like old kind of family friends or like distant. Like my grandparents I was close with, but they lived in Peru. I'd only seen them like twice in my life. Um, but it wasn't until my dad passed away that it it was someone... I just never imagined a life without my parents or without someone in my immediate family. And so when that happened, like when I thought about it as his sickness um, got worse th throughout like the years, like I just started having to be okay with the idea of like him not being around. And I was like, fuck, man, I can't even imagine that because I've never, I don't know what this feels like. I've lost. You don't like, want to imagine it. Yeah, you don't want it. Like I've lost like at the worst, like a pet that I've been really close with, but I'm like, I can't even compare and yeah. then and it's crazy once after he passed just thinking I wouldn't ever survive or be okay um but we're here we made yeah. it we made it guys yeah. um I don't yeah. know George did you have a similar sort of thing where no you... I've had death circle me for about oh, two or three years before my mom passed yeah uh started with a second cousin who was unfortunately killed Horrible. and then another one who oh. was in a car crash that passed away wow and then the year before my grandma, I mean, my mom passed away. My grandma passed away. And you were super close to to these, your like cousins. Or they your, were or not grandma? not super close, but like I grew up, uh, I grew up with one of them, and yeah. the other one, like he was fair, he was much younger than me. He was like sixteen wow. when he passed. Wow. And um, yeah, then my grandma passed away probably like nine months later, and around the time when my grandma passed away is when we found out my mom had cancer. Whoa. So there was like these Whoa. entire things just piling on. Just like life hitting you. Yeah, like yeah. I was one like, thing okay, sure. Just drop it all at once. Just like, yeah, when yeah, it rains, then, it pours, bro. Yeah, and then, wow. and then, uh, yeah, her passing in February yeah. of 2018. But we made it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely, day by day. Dude, seriously. Um, it, on that topic, I, I kind of want to also uh, talk about. I have a I have a friend. Do you guys have you guys ever met Rodrigo? He was at my brother and sister in law's wedding. Um, but uh, he's a good family friend from Vegas. But long story short, I have this really good family friend who lives in Vegas. Who his dad, um, in the last month, he recently, I found out he he had started having lung problems was on a respirator like almost the exact same thing that my dad went through in the end of his life and then when i called him like i was just laughing i was like bro like what are the chances I, I, like i know i was like i you like i usually would be like i'm sorry i have no idea how you feel but in this case i was like dude i ha i know exactly how you feel and it fucking sucks and i wouldn't wish that on anyone but just know that we're here for you, me and my family. You supported us. They flew from Vegas to visit my dad when he was in the hospital. And I was like, look, we'll fly over there. We're here to support you and your family. Let us know whatever you need. And we're like, yeah, anything you guys need. Like, we're here for you. We're praying for you guys. Um, and he was like, and and it's kind of it was kind of encouraging to, to see, hey, I survived that. And now I can use that experience to encourage other friends. Like, hey, man, whether your dad makes it or not. And, and he's out of the hospital now, thank God. Um, That's wonderful. Fantastic news. I was man. like, either way, it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay no matter what happens. But either way, we're going to be sending good vibes and prayers to your family and your dad. And and from what I hear now, he's 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 recovered. And he's off the, the respirator and he's slowly getting better. Um, That's great. Yeah. yeah fantastic. But it, it's crazy what, I don't know, it just tripped me out because I've never thought... Yeah, going through that experience, I'd be able to be 
able to relate with someone, mm-hmm. you know, but right. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, grief is such a powerful emotion. And once you go through it, like you have a different outlook on life Dude. and oh. not only that, oh. but it allows you to connect to people yeah. mm-hmm. in a greater, deeper way. And yeah. it's, um, it's so helpful to have that when you're that person that's going through the grief because um i feel like you know as humans we need other people around us like we're social creatures and if we can connect on each other and relate to each other and be empathetic about you know the grief that we're going through we can you know help each other through those things yeah yeah and that's kind of like the reason why this podcast kind of started yeah yeah exactly me me and george had a feeling of like Dude, we both are going through the same thing. How do we talk about it without being weird? And we're yeah. like, well, let's do a podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's super weird. Without being weird, but, let's put it on the internet, bro. But but it's it's crazy though, right? How honest, open communication just isn't the normal stigma in today's culture. Mm-hmm. When yeah, people when are texting be. each other, people are you know messaging each other from the other side of the world. But yeah. are they getting in front of each other? Are they exactly. seeing each other in the eyes? Are they yeah. like actually? consoling them touching them holding you know being there for them yeah is a it's, totally it's different crazy thing. um george i know you had a couple of topics you Did want I to talk co- about me and george hung out a couple times this month and worked together as well and like, he kept saying like bro, wait for bro the i don't want to talk about it yeah wait for <laughs> wait for the podcast. Bro, wait for the po- i don't know how to i feel like i want to transition to it because i also want to talk about D a little bit yeah yeah well we, we can we can jump back and forth or whatever you guys completely feel like Cause I think I can tie it into that. Yeah, do it. Being a character, but anyways, so first time experience playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. How did you love it, Joseph? Me? Or did you hate it completely? So for please tell us for, in front of our for the those guy who, who don't know, for us. Oh, we played Dungeons and Dragons. Jordan never played before. I'd never played before. <clears throat> Jordan has played several times. Um, and that was cool. I I I feel like I definitely could have been a better job getting invested into the game, creating my character. But I'm just, uh, I'm still delight. I'm still barely discovering how to have free time in my life after such a crazy busy period of my life, um, where it, it's hard for me to relax and have a good time when it's things outside of work or being productive or spending time with family. Um, so it was it was cool. It was better than I expected. At first, I was gonna, I was coming in with like, okay, let's get this over with, mm-hmm. like. I'm just gonna like I basically summarized my character to Jordan. I was like, dude, just make me Shrek because I love Shrek. <laughs> just make me Shrek or <laughs> ripped. And he's like, all right then. Um, pretty hilarious. Yeah, it ended up being pretty good. Pretty good, good bit. No, yeah, it was great. I loved it um, so much. But I actually ended up enjoying it. Getting into character, kind of just creating this world and role playing. It was it was actually really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I feel like we all could have done better with the voices. I oh, had yeah. my Shrek voice. You don't, you don't have to, to do a it. voice. The voice just helps I'm, you kind of get in the character. But yeah, yeah, if you love the voices, go at it. Okay. Alright, sorry. Yeah, but. that's what I've been trying. That's what I've been trying to practice a British accent because I want whatever <laughs> character. Yeah, whatever character I play next, probably gonna be British. Yeah. In some sort of the way, but I. Yeah. I'm. I like I'm voices because. I like voices because it really puts you in that character, mm, makes you yeah, feel like yeah, you're yeah. playing somebody else that's not you. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and uh, you can really sink yourself into it that way. It. What did you think, George, of the first time? First time being a player, I 
I loved it. Being on the other side, not having to actually worry about the uh, like, is everyone like, all right, I need them to get to here, here, here to do this, that, that. So you've been like the I've, dungeon master. I've been before. dungeon master probably a handful of times. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I told you. I was yeah. how you knew so much. I was like, what the hell, dude? How come everyone knows about this more than I do? <laughs> oh no, 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 I just yeah, I I managed to I dungeon mastered for a couple of friends back home, and nice. then I got like. Which was dumb, but I got like a giant group together, about like nine people, wow. and then I learned That's never crazy. to do that again. That's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's amazing uh, that you even you know were a dungeon master without being a player first. Yeah, that because I mean, yeah, that, you're just jumping into the deep end. That's the hard part, you know. I mean, yeah, but I loved it. I loved putting it. Like, I remember the first time we played, we all loved it. It was fantastic. The second yeah. time we played was a little bit slower, a little bit of a crawl, and it was just like. We weren't getting into it as much, and it's just like I feel like, oh, that's probably on me. I'm just like, I'm just not feeling it, and yeah. like, and even talk to them afterwards and saying like, yeah, man, I think we all felt the same way. We just like we weren't all into they it. Wanted, yeah, 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 it's a learning experience yeah. because you know some people like certain things, like some people like mystery, some people mm -hmm. like intrigue, some people like combat, or I want to gear up my character. I want the best loot. You know, you got to please everybody. You know, some people want social interactions yeah. and like the mm -hmm. freedom to steal from whoever they want. Like you got to make it fun for everybody. So if you notice that somebody is not having fun or is not as connected, throw in something that's going to make their character, you know, uh, at its best, mm -hmm. you know, to really take advantage of its abilities or, you know, you know, purpose behind the character. If the character is really into, you know, they need to find, you know, they need to find their sister who's lost in the woods. Like maybe you find a barrette in the woods or something. Barrette. Just throw, throw, throw something in there to get them re-engaged. Yeah. No, yeah. I played a warlock for the first time, a warlock, a human warlock. And I, I, I still can't get over the freaking what task or whatever patron you gave me. Cause I, it threw me, it threw a wrench in everything I thought this character was gonna be. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens when you give me I gave control. You, I gave you full <laughs> control, and you just stabbed me. Yeah. I. Uh, he came to me, and he's like, "I have a couple ideas for the character, but I kind of want you to make the character and like take, because um, the warlock has to make a pact with a a great being of some sort." And I thought to, well, why not have his um, patron that he has this pact with be the the enemy of this story and have it kind of flip mm. it on it be flipped on its head and give his character this kind of moral dilemma. Do I listen to my patron? Do I keep my powers? Do I betray my friends? Which he or did. Or do I, you, you know, jerk. or do I tell them? Do I, you know, let them know what the plan is, but then, you know, use that in a, a way to have it be advantageous for the party to destroy this creature? Hmm. You could go many different ways with this. So it was kind of interesting to see that you just revealed, you just I, revealed it. Yeah. You just, just like, like threw out there like, guys, I'm supposed to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised. It was pretty blunt. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't get a chance to actually write a good backstory well, of this kind of. If I'm character. honest, I actually, so I was, I'm sorry, keep going, George, keep going. So I was just kind of like 
you know, screw it, blunt, forward. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. <laughs> I need I mean, help I, on this. It's very blunt. I, I, th- I thought it was fun to throw a wrench in it and just give him that moral dilemma because, you know, in D&D, there can be a lot of, like, black and white, good and bad. Mm. But really, in real life, there's a lot of gray area. Yeah, yeah. And finding that what is good for me, what's good for the benefit of the people team, around yeah. you, the team, you know, what decision am I going to make? That conflict creates great tension in the game. Yeah. yeah and it, we ended up, on, we ended this this uh, session on, a, it was tensions were high. Yeah, it was a good yeah. cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just, I, I like the D&D allows you to explore those things, things that you don't get to do in your regular life. Yeah. You know, um, what would I do if, you know, someone is trying to kill somebody I care about, but, you know, you know, just having moral quandaries is, is fun. Mm. But yeah. I like the fantasy bit of, I just like that. I was, I had a. My special power was called get out of my swamp or my, my special and my weapon of attack was like a giant frying pan. That was a waffle iron. Yeah, he really wanted a waffle iron. So I gave it to him <laughs> from Shrek one of donkey's line. We're making waffles. So that was my contribution to yeah. the game. And George's everybody. Yeah, I love it so much. Everybody <laughs> plays the game differently. You know, some people it, yeah. want to make it a, you know, a, a ride, just like have fun with it and, and have it be funny. Would you, a horseback ride, would you say? No, no like no. like a no, ride, ride, like a ride. No, 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 no. Right. For those what who don't it? know, there was a two-minute pre-podcast singing session of Old Town Road, but that's on the unedited version, <laughs> which will never be released. Yeah, but yeah, everybody plays the game differently, and it lets you to explore. You know anything you want to do in the game and you can be a character that you're not you can be yeah. somebody that um that you aspire to be or someone that's completely opposite of you or just have fun with it just be a goofball and have yeah. a good time like yeah. we're just hanging with friends and yeah and hanging, and, out. And hanging out and having a fun game together no yeah i got really into it it, 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 took, it took a sec for me to get into it but once i did i was like I don't know what to do. I want to do something and yada, 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 yada. It was, it was a lot of fun. Mm. I want to play again so badly. We just, we're just the worst people to, to try to get partied up. Yeah, I stick like five freelancers in the same room and try to get them on the same schedule. It's you know, almost yeah. impossible. It feels impossible. <laughs> but yeah, well, Jordan, you brought up a good point where um, being in someone else's shoes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's escapism, you know. Yeah, that's one thing I liked about it. Going, just being someone else for a second or two. Tell us more, George. Yeah, yeah I want to ask you a question though. Oh, what? What's your greatest accomplishment at this point? What in the game? No, in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> in the game, in dungeon, no, in real life. That eight-year campaign. That's what. I- my my yeah my twenty-eight-year campaign of life. Um. <laughs> a great question my greatest achievement so far wow um roll roll d20 roll d20 (laughs) see how well you answer Uh, just kidding yeah my first thought that came to me when you said that um wasn't really something like like you know graduating college or something like those are all great things but um it just made me think of 
when I first started doing parkour and I'm, you know, parkour, we're jumping between things and, and it's really freeing and, and opening to, um, to the capabilities you have as a human and mm-hmm. like feeling that power and that freedom within myself. And when I did my first roof gap and I just felt that euphoric, Mm-hmm. just bliss of I'm in the matrix and I can do these things <laughs> like that there was no incredible. Spoon. Yeah. When I felt that there is no spoon, I was like, Whoa. wow, this, this is incredible. I, that was, you know, one of my proudest moments I want to say, because it just made me feel real. Oh yeah. No, that's a great, well, that's a great uh, accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, parkour is such a huge mental accomplishment yeah it's a mental Mm -hmm. barrier and when i was able to pass that and realize that i could do it it was it was powerful well um that's just one thing for those who don't know jordan is a very professional parkour (laughs) no not professional but very skilled i enjoy it it's recreational parkour he's like jumped giant rock gaps between at joshua tree it's crazy he leaps from one building to another yeah stealing free cables for his friends (laughs) um george what about you what's your answer to your that's a good question i was gonna say the same thing to you what what you first bro i asked you first did i guess you did what's my greatest accomplishment what do you yeah bro that's uh, cracking open this cold one (laughs) yeah cracking open that was actually a good sound. Nice. Foley. Nice. I'm a Foley artist on the side. Um, my greatest accomplishment. I don't know, man. That's that's kind of hard. Um, first things that come to mind is like family related or like self development related. Of like my big. Um, Her related to my mom, like helping her, like she's almost retired. Like we're getting mm-hmm. there. She didn't really have any planned savings. She's had her own business, so trying to help her, my mom, like trying to help my mom and my dad retire has been a big life goal of mine. And and finally we're getting there. Um, and even though my dad's not in the picture anymore, it's uh, I feel like we're we're getting there. And I would just want her to have her own life, and have the financial freedom. To be able to do what she wants and not be trapped by like a business or, you know, kids or mortgage payment. So, um, that I would say is my one of my biggest accomplishments. We're almost there. We're not just there yet, but I feel like we're around the corner. Nice. Um, that you'll get there. And maybe going to therapy. There, I feel like that was a huge he, self. That's yeah. Definitely. Accomplishment, which which actually oh shit, I spilled my beer. Sorry, we can edit that out. It's just a little beer. Which actually, I I ended up I had my last session of therapy this last month. What? what nice. How do you know if it's your last session? Yeah. Or, yeah. When do you know? Oh, dude, it's your last. I don't even know. Like they, uh, your therapist. I mean, basically, when you keep talking about things and you keep you in, and you keep saying that you're in a good spot. And that even though with, you know, there's ups and downs, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I felt like I was just ready to fly again on my own wings. And like, ther- for me, therapy was beautiful. It's so challenging. And it helped me see um, so much of parts of my, it's like a mirror. I saw a lot of myself that I 
my own flaws that I wasn't looking at. Um, I learned a lot about my shortcomings and how to address them. I took ownership of a lot of the mistakes I made in the past. Um, and for me, just real, I, I was a stubborn guy. I was a stubborn partner, um, stubborn person, um, a lot in a lot of ways. Um, and, and going to therapy made me realize those things and help me address them, be more flexible, be more, change my perspective on things. Um, but yeah, basically my therapist started saying, Hey, we should start talking about termination, um, which is basically where you end it and then maybe follow up within a couple months. But basically, yeah, I, cause I kept telling her, I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm doing great. I'm, I'm going through things still, but you know, I like, I get down, but then I pick myself back up and I know the answer is, you know, lean on my support system, stay in these healthy, good habits, focus on what I want to do. And in all things, just like be grateful cultivate gratefulness yeah um and and, and so i it, it was yeah basically i guess signs of that you're ready to start talking about terminating therapies um you and your therapist will talk about it but basically you feel like you're i just felt like i kept repeating myself a lot like yeah like i'm doing great i'm and doing like i feel great i still have these moments but you know overall i know what my goal is i know what how to get out of it and if i ever and she was like one thing we talked about was like, how do I know if I'll ever need to come back to therapy? I was like, if I ever feel like it's too much again, the anxiety, um, which is crazy because I had a similar, I won't say who, but I've, I've, I had a close person to me uh, recently um, who went through a similar situation, start talking about wanting to go to therapy. And I was like, um, and it reminded me a lot of where I was last year, where, dude, right before I found a therapist, like, I was like, fiending for a therapist i was like oh my god i need someone to talk to i can't handle this by myself i'm gonna like i wasn't gonna like kill myself but i was just having these panic attacks anxiety i was like fuck 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 like i just don't know who to talk to and then with therapy i learned all you need is yourself um you just need to learn to to, to be to find that inner peace within yourself and within what the universe put in you um and and yeah and so it was kind of Looking back, basically, sorry, I keep rambling. Long story short, like looking back a year ago from now to a year, I'm like, wow, like I've made immense progress and I'm so proud of the progress I've made and the people who've helped me through it. And, and long story short, I, I I knew we, we knew I was ready to start for the next step of like ending therapy for this season of my life because I was in a better place. I knew how to handle you know my stress and anxiety and depression depression depressive episodes um and and my therapist felt it was i was ready to kind of fly on my own wings and i and i started feeling like that too so that is one of my greater accomplishments yeah conquering yourself a bit dude yeah it felt so good and now yeah i'm getting after it man getting after it i'm proud of you dude thanks man Therapy's for everyone, dude. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I still haven't, it for haven't gone into every, it yet. It just helped. I, I suggest it for everyone. But enough about me. Right. Back, so Back what is your me. greatest accomplishment, George? That's the thing. I can't think of one. No, oh, come on. No, no, I'm dead serious. Like, the whole time you were talking, I was trying to think of one. No way. But I couldn't. Like, of course, I've graduated high school, yada, yada. But I can't exactly pinpoint something that I'm extremely proud of. You know, hmm. like, why do you think that is? I'm not, I think 
So this probably stems from something back from middle school and high school because I really dove into this on my own, see yeah. what kind of answer I got at the end. Yeah. I For the longest time, I think I told myself that I was never good enough. Whoa. That I was never, never good enough for anyone, for anything, for yada, yada. And I think somewhere along the way, I started believing that. Whoa. I started, like, every mistake I would make, every friendship, relationship, every failure would land on me. Hmm. And it'd be no one's fault but my own. And I I shouldered that. I refused to let anyone else take that blame. Yeah. And so, yeah, I started believing it. And it's I've been thinking about this a lot lately because... There are certain people in my life that I value more than, than, than anything in the world. Yeah. They hold these, they have always helped me be better than, than me. The, yeah. Then, yeah, than the me, then, and always. They call out the best in you. Yeah, I've, always, I've, I think I've said this, I don't know if I've ever said it, but I think the best part of me have always been my friends. Wow. And the, and I know one of them has, one of my friends has always, he's always uh, been very, it's been, we've gotten better. We've gotten like a stronger friendship recently. And he's always, I, just, I don't know why I call it, but I call it, a, he, these people hold like these daggers that are able to like, I don't know, probably bad analogy, but like they're able to just stab me in the heart and be like, wow, that hurt. This thing you sold, you called it out. You called something that's wrong with me out. And that stung wow. so much. And I'm so appreciative of that because it, it could be, it was something that was bad. That made you better as a it, person. It, he's always made me better. That's awesome, man. Every time I've messed up, I've wow. like done something horrible. He's someone who I've gone to, to like, to set me straight in a way. Yeah. I, and of course I'm not constantly like going like, Hey, help me fix this. Yada, yeah. yada. Cause obviously you put that emotional burden on someone. It's going to eventually unfair. drain yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It's unfair. But, but he's someone who in I've, your life has been that. He, I can think about like light. two or three moments. Like, wow. Like, especially I know with me, I have sometimes the words I say sometimes don't echo the thoughts that I, that I think. Mm. And so he, he called me out on that recently and it was like this whole big thing and we didn't talk for a while. Mm. but like i'm i'm always glad that he called that out that he because i try to watch my mouth more now but obviously it slips every now and then but yeah. i'm more aware of it now and yeah. try to catch myself on it yeah and yeah it's like yeah i don't know where to go from there but well, that's beautiful dude no that's that's so true i mean jordan knows like i was going through a really rough patch in my life um in december this past december and and jordan do those moments where i mean jordan were like i literally was like jordan like talk some sense into me and he was like this isn't who you are you're so much better than this don't believe in this like the lies you know because it's a lot of lies that we tell ourselves we get into our own head um and yeah man i that just goes back to yeah, you can't do life alone, dude. And that's something that's something that my my church I'm going to Mosaic says a lot. Like you can't do life alone, and it's so freaking true. Yeah. Like if it wasn't for you, George, like coming up to my house after your mom passed away, and you opening that door, being like, 
bro or after you hearing my dad was like in, in the hospital like I, I remember you made the first step if it wasn't for you making the first step and opening that door to that conversation if it wasn't for like jordan opening that door like if it wasn't for my friends in my life which include you you, you two are some of my tight tightest homies um yeah man i would not be in a healthy spot where i am today without people like you so i know i yeah man i we're about to get savvy but love you bros love you too dude love you bros you guys are right you gotta have people around you you know that are there for you because you know going back to what you were saying george about how like you can convince yourself of things like once you start thinking about things you can start believing them and they can really start to define that becomes your reality you are Mm -hmm. and like if you don't have that voice to say hey cut that shit out like that's not you that's not who you are like Mm -hmm. why are you believing these things because like anyone will believe what they're told and if you tell yourself something it's like gonna be it's it's gonna just seep into what you what Mm -hmm. you are if you think you're the the reason everything's going wrong or if you like take what other people say about you as truth and you let it become it eats you know it eats away inside you and it can destroy your happiness yeah you know and that's that's us that's from within like having friends to you know call you out on stuff when you're when you're not being yourself when you're not um you know listening to your true light then then like you can get lost and um you know you need people in your life we're we're social creatures we need each other and um yeah, it's just so good to have have friends and yeah. talk about this kind thank, of stuff. Thank you for sharing that, George. It's very open. Oh yeah, it's snap. like it yeah. came to my attention like recently because I, when you're working in LA, commuting to OC, commuting to LA, back and forth, yada yeah. yada, you have a lot of time in your car. <laughs> a lot of time to think. A lot I know. of time. I, I have it's, some of that. Yeah, it's rough because I recently had a job where. So it was um. So I wasn't supposed to get paid for a day, but I ended up getting paid for it because my ac friend she talked to the producer and yeah. was like and she like vouched for me like hey i wouldn't have been able to do this without him like cool we get him paid for the day and the first thing and i and i hate myself and i need to apologize and i don't know if i have or not yeah. is like i gave her attitude really the first thing that's the first she thing stuck i did her neck out for you man. yeah and that's the first thing i'm like oh you didn't have to do that i don't need you to. and i'm like are you kidding like i thought about that i'm like are you kidding me and is that where my mindset is where like the first things when someone does something nice for me is I, I just come back at them. What was your and, attitude? Oh, just, just like being like, no, no, no. Like refusing like, to take that. I was like, yeah, they that was for. pretty much. I'm like, hmm. I'm like, why, why is that? And like, that's how I got into the whole, like, maybe I'm just in my own head. I'm not good well, enough yeah. kind of thing. Your and own like, feelings can bleed into the way you think. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. so true. You know? And then I was in my head a lot during like last end of April and stuff. Yeah, it can bleed into the way you treat others. And Even just, if like, you know, somebody says something, they're trying to do something nice for you, you could come back at them with aggression like uh-huh. you did because that's the where, where your mind is. It's not even like based on what is in front of you or what's happening. It's like other stuff that you're yeah. thinking about that you're worrying about that you're got on your mind that's affecting how you treat people george i have yeah. a question for you now that you're self-aware of that 
what do you do or what have you been doing lately when you recognize well, that pattern? We've been working together a lot and yeah. someone or I was listening to another podcast that recently said that arrogance is the epitome of modesty. And so I've just been kind of changing that up a bit or mm. not, not changing it, but kind of taking that and just instead of the first words, if you were to say, if I did something well, have ne I've tried to change that to thank you. Just mm. thank you. Like, thank you for recognizing that, that I've done this better mm -hmm. than I've done before. I, I thought about this after we wrapped on that one music video with Doug. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like, dude, you've gotten better. And like, you have in my head, it was, it was just like all, those, all that stuff came in. But the first things out of my mouth were, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Good. you. Because well, that's what I want to change. I don't want to be able to receive that. Yeah, I want to be able to take a compliment. Yeah. Wow. And I have so much trouble doing that. For and, and you know, reason. dude, as a as a technician, um, so much of your capacity or so much of your skill lies in your self confidence. And when your self confidence is shattered, your I think I believe that your ability as a technician can suffer. Because I've been on jobs where I psych myself out and I end up fumbling and drop the ball because I'm just like my self confidence is so shattered. Like Jordan, Jordan's giving me a look. He knows exactly what we're talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I've been there. Because like, I showed up on set without the, my stuff, and oh, I'm like yeah. all flustered, wearing a Burger King headset, and like <laughs> I don't oh, know anybody, yeah, yeah. and it's a peel. Yeah, and yeah. it can suck to be in that moment. So, I'm glad you're, and then plus we both were with a certain mentor before who who who's kind of old school and whipped us into shape, um, and, and who showed us the that kind of to build some thick skin but um but good george i'm happy for you that's good i'm glad you're learning to yeah to receive I, that because i'm telling you if you want to be the best i want to be better always of, better of what, if you want to be better you have to let yourself become better don't the only person that's holding you back is yourself mm -hmm. so you, you gotta be able to receive that and and that's really that's that's good of you man because honestly you used to suck bro Oh yeah, you used to suck. Yeah, but well, now you're sick, bro. No, that that's was... my bro voice. Sorry. <laughs> now you're doing great, dude. You're like, yeah. 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 And no, yeah, I can actually. I see the pro the process. Yeah, the you're, you're a great second assistant now. You're a great technician. Yeah, yeah I, I think in order to grow, you have to let yourself grow. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. like you can hold yourself back so much. I mean, I do this. I do this too. There's so a, like, let's talk about this. How called? do you do that, Jordan? Let's talk about this too. There's actually, I, it's called there's, yes. It's called the what's there's a word for it. The jo Jonah syndrome, where your fear of excelling prevents you from excelling. I wow. think that's what it's called. I could be wrong. Jamie, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a that was a joke from Joe Rogan podcast. I've never actually heard a Joe Rogan podcast. I just keep saying all yeah, the memes. You should see it. It's but great. I am gonna I'm gonna fact check you, George. Jamie syndrome. I I I oh Jonah Jonah syndrome. Jonah syndrome. Yeah. Um, it's fear of success, pretty much. Jonah yeah, syndrome. I I I kind of get that. I mean, oh, wow. Wait. For me, it's more of like putting myself out there. There's so many people doing what I want to do. There's so much competition. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's well, so many people that already have a huge social media for following. For those, uh, just to quickly summarize, what what who are yeah. What do you want to do, Jordan? So I'm a camera assistant like these guys, but I also want to um, be a cinematographer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did a lot in school. Um, I was going to say another one of my, like, 
great moments was when I had my short film at a festival applauded, you know, and hearing like the gasps and the emotion from the audience was so powerful for me. And I haven't felt that in years because I haven't, I haven't been doing cinematography. I I came here. I didn't know anybody. I needed to pay rent. And so I started working (laughs) as a camera assistant and I've been sucked into it for the last six years. And it's hard to transition when you don't have a single social media post. Yeah, yeah. You know, and everybody has thousands of followers. Yeah. And like... And that's the new business card. Right, <laughs> right. So it, I'm definitely holding myself back at this point. You know what that's called, Jordan? It's called the, the Jonah Syndrome. Yeah. Per I'm, Google. The Jonah Complex is the fear of, self, of success which prevents self-actualization or the realization of one's potential. It is the fear of one's own greatness, the eva- the evasion of one's destiny, or the avoidance of exercising one's talents. Yeah, so that's it's definitely definitely the exercising. Yeah, it, it, it's just like putting myself out there. Yeah, it's because I'm I'm afraid of what people are gonna think or not think, yeah. or it's not gonna be good enough, or what I'm gonna think of it of things that I put out there, you know, the internet is forever. It's always going to be there. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of fear and, uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself for those things. Um, when they don't need to be there. And I, I know that it's just, it's hard for me to move past it. And like, you know, to be honest, I'd rather avoid the problem than do anything about it. And that's where I've kind of been. Wow. Is because like, you know, I have a place where I can go hiking or I can go ride my electric skateboard or I can do something else to get my mind off of this wall that I have to climb. Yeah, because it's a wall. It is. It's a huge wall, it's a huge but wall. it's only as big as I make it, you know? Yeah. And... And it's you psychological. Know, have, it's just like yeah, parkour. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I, I used to be super into like metacognition where I'm thinking about my thinking and being able to evolve from that and overcome those obstacles. Like but visualization? I, yeah, just like seeing your brain, seeing the way you're thinking from an outside perspective. So yeah. take mm-hmm. like, I'm sad right now. And then say, well, well, like why the, am I sad? Why am I feeling these feelings? Why am I letting what yeah. somebody else said make me feel sad? Like detaching you know? and like analyzing. Exactly. Like huh. wow. Like taking what my thoughts are and reversing them and yeah. saying like, I don't need to feel sad. I don't need to feel mad about this. Like yeah. I'm harboring like all these these feelings for what reason? Like yeah. it's not making me better. It's not making me happier why I feel those feelings mm-hmm. and then I flip it. I'm like, I'm going to be happy that's, instead because really I choose good. to be happy. Practical way of doing it. Yeah, right. That's metacognition, but, um, metacognition. it's a great technique. Like, like for, a it's a great like therapy technique. Um, yeah, it really is. And we I think everybody in therapy. Yeah. I mean, that's it's pretty it's much what it is. Yeah. But, uh, I've kind of not been doing that lately, you know? Yeah, it, it's definitely challenging when you know what you need to do, but you just don't yeah. freaking do it. But that's you it. know, you know the back of your head. That's the problem. I, I know what I need to do. I know I need to wake up at 4.30 a.m., go to the gym, do my morning routine, stretch, re- yeah. do, read mm-hmm. my like Bible. That's like my personal goal. And, like 
um, make myself breakfast, make myself a good cup of coffee, and then start my day. Yeah. But I've been sleeping in for so long. And finally, the last three days, I've been doing it consistently. It feels great. Nice. I know that's what I want to do. At the oh. end, my You've most been doing your routine consistently. I, I thought you. I thought you were meaning sleeping in consistently. No, sorry, I, I got I, confused. I hate when I sleep. I hate myself, and that's mm-hmm. what I also need to change. Because before I used to have all this resentment of myself and like, oh, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not working hard enough. But you have to learn to be flexible with yourself too. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you got to know that you know you have people out there yeah. for you. You yes, know, for I've you, got, supporting you. I've got so many friends. I've got you guys. Like. Dude. We're here we should make grow. stuff we'll and see. and we can and yeah. i know there are people that want to do stuff just as much as i do yeah if you're listening and to this and you got a script hit hit us yeah up. hit us up let's make we're shit f- make free stuff we'll turn make, it into a dnd campaign make art george yeah, will make, let's make art campaign. i will make it all into shrek <laughs> yeah but i just you know yeah it's getting people together and realizing that we can make it happen yeah not one thousand percent um yeah because sometimes you do there's beauty in routine like yeah for especially as a freelancer having building that routine that builds after what you the end goal like for example you jordan it would be like i guess posting something every day or just building that you know yeah yeah or no, shooting something every day, little thing something like for, that for our job um you know if we're working we have our schedule set but if we're not working Nothing is set. The, so bro. you have to make you do a whole your own about that. Oh. Exactly. You have to make your own <sighs> life I, schedule. Uh, yeah. The and like, I've been learning that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I could totally just sleep in, Dude, I do not do my shit off days. Day. Yeah. It's it, most of my off days, the last six and a half years of my career, I just like sleep in. I'm like, what do I do? Where's my call sheet? Where's my right? schedule? You're like, how do I even have fun? Where's how my burrito I... to eat over a trash can while <laughs> looking I for the password? Normal human being. Yeah. yeah how do I function? It's such a it's such a a difference between working and not working. Yeah. It's oh. a huge. It's a huge shift. economy. Yeah, because you yeah. go from being super busy and all this. What's the word? All this. Uh, stimulation to like yeah. having nothing and no schedule mm-hmm. and you're like whoa what do i do all this time i don't know what to do and you're just paralyzed with like yeah yeah i think yeah. i i came to you after um i think we recorded when we ever recorded the last podcast yeah yeah i can't because i just got done like off a full week of work yeah and i was in la i slept from like sunday <laughs> to like friday that's when i got home back in oc yeah and then i got home and like what do I do? <laughs> yeah. What do I do now? Yeah, and so yeah. like, yeah. And I think we had a conversation about this. Like what, like, yeah, you've had this entire schedule like planned out that you, yeah. It's good to it have goes routine. Um, but yeah. you know, in those moments you got to realize you got to seek out things. You got to no. search for them. You got to say, I'm going to see my friends, you know, I'm going to utilize this time. I want to spend time with people I care about or do hobbies that I care about or move forward in a direction that I want in my career. Like you got to fill up. You have to um, be intentional. Very intentional. Um, Yeah. George, did we hit that topic that I feel like there was two moments this last month where you were like, Oh, I want to talk about this. And you're like, wait, save for the podcast. Um, there's the, some, there something you said about when like, I was longing for something. Yeah, what that was it? that about? Hold up, hold on. Let's give some t- context to the first time listeners here. We, we were work. We were I, driving I mean, to a prep day together. Yeah, I just kind of I was showing you like that 
like kind of those people who show like like kind of do like uplifting motivational like things. a motivational things short like with Instagram like music video. behind it kind of yeah thing. yeah yeah I don't I honestly don't remember I really should have wrote it down that was good it's because I was longing that was a good like because I was because like in the past like probably at the end of March I started thinking about like wanting to be in LA more like wanting to move out here I'm uh, longing to be here I don't want to be in OC yeah but like over the past like week or so I've kind of become comfortable back in OC yeah kind of thing what's holding you back family my little sister like my dad I yeah. just can't up and leave yeah unfortunately it, it, it's it's crazy when yeah and I and like I talked to some people yeah. about this when I was really in my head about this and like and I'm just like over analyzing things I'm like I, what if what if what if what I'm doing this for is because I want to move out here because I'm running away from home. Bruh. Is that the kind of thing? Bruh. And like I when I, when I said that I was like, who Bruh. am I? Am I freaking Joseph Sawyer right now? <laughs> Dude, your family is how far I, away from Los Angeles? Like, like you can 30, visit them. Yeah, I know that's the thing. But like, the country. there's like, but here's the there's thing. a very to me there's a very mental shift oh, when dude. I'm driving from L from OC to LA and LA to OC. But I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about because. Because the thing is, I'll tell you right now, this is full on therapy 101 right now, bro. Bring it um, on. Yeah, no, dude, I've been running for myself for the longest time. And it took me to, dude, I blamed my ex and from high school for my problems. I blamed my, blamed my ex from like my adult life from like whatever year or two ago. Blamed the girlfriend I was dating this last year most recently. I blamed everyone except myself. And I realized, man, I'm just running from myself. I'm blaming like friends, blaming like roommates, whatever. And like, and I realized, man, I'm not comp. Yeah. And I just realized at the end of the day, it was like, it's me, dude. It's mm -hmm. taking responsibility. Yeah. And, 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 and we're in a very similar situation because family is a huge responsibility that it's just the cards we've been dealt in life right now. Mm -hmm. I, I know I can't ever, um, you like leave like Southern California because of my mom like uh, she's such a sometimes I think about what would my life be like if I didn't have to you know help support my mom and then I realize you know like well I, it's I don't even want to think about it because yeah it's okay I'm this is the life I've been given I've been blessed I'm grateful for everything I've been given and and there's no point in like thinking oh like I wish the grass was greener and this and that um and yeah, man, but I feel you, that family responsibility, I think it's definitely mm -hmm. a cultural thing as well, because, I mean, Jordan, you're pretty independent of your family, because you moved out here on your own yeah. a couple of years ago, your mom's pretty self-sustaining. Right, definitely different family dynamic, um, you know, I have family in states all over, yeah. it's like, there's barely anybody that's in the same state. Yeah, wow, and they're all kind of have their own lives, right? Right. But when your life is so intertwined with, like, your immediate family, and especially, I think, culturally, like, I, were your parents first generation, George? Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, first generation. Like, like, they came here? Yeah, they came here. You're the first of their the, family yeah. to come here, mm -hmm. and then your grandparents came over, then? My grandparents, no, they never came over, but, um, because my grandpa died in Mexico, and my and then my grandma was like, "I want to be as far away from that guy as possible." So yeah. she was she was buried here. Oh wow! But yeah, but 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 having your parent being the first generation of a cult of a family, like like dude, I like when I was at Chapman, there's so many 
so much privilege there. I was surrounded by people of privilege. And at first, I was so bitter. I was like, fuck, man. Like, why can't I have, like, the life these kids have and trust funds and free, like, colleges and scholarships and... Free cameras. Free cameras. And then I realized, dude, like... And I started... I reframed it. I started seeing it as, dude, my parents gave their whole freaking life to give me a shot here in the United States for me to get be born here. Mm -hmm. And... And the way I started viewing it was, I want to do that for my future kids, for my future, like, grandkids. I want to bless them, like, with, like, being able to attend whatever college they want. Still learn the value of hard work, but still give them, you know, an inheritance, this and that. And so instead of harboring bitterness of other people's better circumstances, I started being taking inspiration from that and being like, yeah, I want to provide that for my future kids. So I'm going to work hard, just as hard, even harder to be able to do that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah you just got to stop. super powerful. No, yeah, like, I talked to so like was a lot. two people about like the, these feelings that I was having and both yeah. of them gave me like, it's, maybe it's not, I think you talked about, it's not black and white, but it's mm. like, it's a little grayish area yeah. that maybe that's, it could be a little bit of both. Yeah, kind of thing. That's the reason you want to be up here, because I wanted to be like like two weeks ago. I wanted to be up in LA like constantly. Yeah, like yeah. that's all I were. That's all I wanted to do. Like I didn't want to go back home, because I just didn't want to face that. Why? Maybe. What? What, what do you face back? Home? I don't want to talk about it in this. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's okay. That's totally yeah. okay. I feel that though. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I opened up about these things happening at home and like. Maybe, I don't know, it's just like, it's a gray area for me. Yeah. And I'm trying to like figure it out and trying to help back home as well. And yeah. so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's interesting trying to figure this thing out. It, uh, yeah. And those situations are the same. And, but, but I think, um, once again, thank you for being open and sharing with that. And I think the, whatever step you decide to continue stepping towards, mm-hmm. like one thing is that's good is being honest and open about conversation. Yeah. Speaking and, of that, I, yeah, when, up when I talked to my friend about like these feelings that I was having, yeah. he was like, it's the same friend who's always kept me like in check kind of thing. Yeah. He's like, dude, I've always, I was always super frustrated when you didn't open up and I'm super yeah. glad you're doing it now. And yeah. it's just kind of like a, both like a jab in the heart like, Oh, but I'm just like, no, I can take that until yeah. I totally see that. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's true, man. Um, I'm trying to look for a quote here of like friendship. Um, I have a quote yeah. here that I like, I just saved and I don't remember what I saved it for. It's just comparison is a thief of joy. Com- comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah. yeah. So when you compare yourself to those, yeah. uh, you know, kids at Chapman with $50,000 is spent on a student film. Yeah. Like you comparison, comparing yeah. yourself to them is taking away your happiness boom jordan bring it around that's why we have him on as our first ever guest you're you do a great guest guest speaking thanks man i i really enjoy your podcast i get a lot out of it and it's good to be a part of it and i had a blast running uh dungeon dragons for you guys yeah i hope we can plan a day soon again because i really want to play i want to finish this story Uh. um but yeah no that's heavy though george um but we're here for you bro and I always appreciate that. Yeah, guys. man. Seriously. And and I I like that what this dialogue and this podcast is opening up, you know. It's so I feel like it's opening up an avenue for being honest and transparent and vulnerable in a world in a culture where I guess dudes usually aren't, you know. Um 
And yeah, I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah, the uh, traditional uh, toxic masculinity can toxic kind of masculinity. hold, you know, I want to tell us to hold those things and not to cry. Guys, don't cry. Like, you know, but the world's not really like that. We're humans, just yeah. like all people. And I just hate what it took to get here. Is the thing? Oh yeah, but but don't look at it that way, man. I know, I know, I know. I know. Dude, I'm just thinking. I'm proud of you, I mean, bro. George, you were a freaking hermit, dude. <laughs> when we were like in high school, George is two years younger than me. When uh, we grew up to, together, we were neighbors. Like from where you were, Jordan, Jordan, George, and from where I was, like Jordan helped me open up. I was a hermit. I would get on the dance floor for the life of me, and then Jordan realized, made me realize, man, it's all about expressing yourself. And I so thank you for that, Jordan. And George, see, I've seen seeing you grow, like, dude. It's I'm proud of you, bro. That's all I got to say. Thank you. This is becoming thank a kind of <laughs> circle jerk of compliments. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little vulgar. Sorry to our younger listeners. And to Joseph, love fest. Joseph, we Joseph, care about each other. I, I like your shirt. Thanks, bro. It's a good shirt. Camille got me. It's a great shirt. It's oh, very nice. comfy. She got it for my like birthday four years ago. It's very nice of her. Nice. Um. Let me see. What else were we going to talk about? Yeah. How's our time looking? I think we got a couple minutes. Yeah, not bad. Barely like an hour mark. Like I'm trying to find this thing that I had set up, but I, I can't find it on my phone. Oh. oh, wait. I think I found it. So are we like kind of like finished with the podcast pretty much? The what? Are we finished with the podcast, pretty much? I don't know. How are you guys feeling? I, I'm feeling pretty good, but I want to end it on a good note. Yeah, yeah. On an even better note. So um, I've saved these three topics, or not these three topics, but these three links to just from a subreddit called Uplifting News. Oh, I, I love that. One, one of them pertains to what we did today, play Dungeons & Dragons. Really? Yes. So a bunch of nerdy voice actors played D&D and finally got to make it a cartoon I was telling you about this, yeah. the Kickstarter that made like $10 million when their initial goal was 7000 how much was it? 750000 Damn. I think. I could be wrong on that number. They like seven-tupled their goal. Yeah, they well, completely exceeded I mean, it. 750000 is a lot of money to even ask for. Yeah, because that's wow. how much it takes to million? make a, oh, yeah. a single uh, animation episode. Damn. Yeah, which is crazy, and so they completely blew it out of the water. That's Are they awesome. gonna make a million. series? Yeah, they completely wow. like they're gonna make two original episodes, and they're gonna make, I think the rest of them are gonna be from their own campaign, which I think is the dream. That's so which sounds cool. super cool. Yeah, That's um, cool. yeah. There's a lot of great podcasts out there and and streams that do D and D nowadays. Shout out to Critical Role. They're all voice actors and they're mm-hmm. amazing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like it, it's D and D has blown up like crazy in the last few years. Yeah, it's. it's Would you everywhere. say Stranger Things had something to do with it? I think I really do think I it didn't had know something what the heck to do with D and D was until Stranger Things. Was yeah, like, no, I, I got I got into it right before it started taking off, yeah. and I'm like, I'm one of those people. I was so cool you're... before. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, dude, yeah. I'm OG. Yeah, I was you're completely. No, yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. I'm not OG. even that OG. And there's people that have been doing it since the 70s. It's so D and D is so welcoming. I read this story cool. of this, um, I think they started a D&D campaign in their school and one of the girls there didn't know how to speak proper English. Wow. So the DM made, she was playing an elf. That's me right in the fields. And so the, the DM made uh, all elves, their, their, like, um, their, their speech, their tongue is Spanish. 
So whenever she'd speak in Spanish, she was technically speaking Elvish. (laughs) That is so great. I love that. And that way she slowly picked up uh, English as the other players taught her. That's cool, dude. Man, that's like wholesome memes. D&D is really great. It can bring people together. It It can teach people skills. Like going back to my first Dungeon Master and my first group, um, you know, we were all kind of nerdy, introverted kids. Yeah. But we got to hang out together we got to be social together mm-hmm. you know i've been running this game for my cousins since they were in grade school and now they're in college for eight years you said yeah for damn uh, yeah that's and impressive bro so th- i've seen them evolve as people and you know they were super nerdy and introverted and quiet and shy but now they're in theater now they're in dance classes now they're writing their own stories and and Mm -hmm. creating their own campaigns and meeting people it really opens people up to interact with each other you know our life in today's modern world is just shut off from each other you know we're, we're we don't see each other in real life we'd rather play with somebody on a video game through the internet across mm-hmm. you know screens across the world versus see somebody right in front of you yeah I th- yeah there's a definitely like a, a human difference. connection there yeah and that's what i love that's why like i know my friends wanted to try playing through like through the, like like because we don't have a lot of time to hang out they wanted to try playing through like the phones or something like on a discord channel but i'm like i don't feel like it's the same like i can't bounce off you guys and you can't bounce off of like how yeah. i'm seeing things so I'm, I kind of just flat out refuse because I just I ra- I'd much rather play once in a while instead of every time and where we can't see each other. Yeah, yeah. Qual- quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, builds a lot of great social skills and gets people out of their shell. You know, gets them to try something yeah. that they wouldn't normally and live as a someone that they'd be afraid to live as. It's definitely mm-hmm. yeah, it's a community of its own. Yeah, that, it's a, that's that's for sure. It's a fantastic it's community. People. people. People are the key. You gotta, yeah. People are great. Love yeah. you, bros. We're <laughs> social love creatures. Fest. Yeah, bro, love fest. <laughs> and to think it came like D and D used to be related to satanic rituals. Wait, like really? That. No, yeah, back I never in was. Or like there was some some the creator. It was like it's some never scare or something. It's so never, like a rumor. It, so it was what like happened, a rumor. Yeah, yeah. You, you basically, what happened in that. the '80s, and, and they kind of touch on it in stranger things is that um the media at at the time uh kind of gravitated towards it and like there were certain books that came out that talk about demons you know because you fight demons in the game and you could you know and so people put all these things on it that it wasn't and you know there were there were shitty things that happened like columbine And, you know, Uh, like people relating that and like metal music and like it was just kind of lumped in with those things. And it was people thought it was satanic. Yeah. It was just playing a game. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Harry Potter books, bro. Exactly. People were burning Harry Potter books because they thought like it's from the devil. It's the same kind of thing. It's like it's harmless, um, you know, pretend. It's it's adult pretend. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, yeah, I think. Yeah, the beauties and, and the, the, that community just bringing people, yeah. it brings people together. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it's what the you make most it. important part and the beautiful part. Um, yeah, this is good, guys. This is yeah. a great, uh, wow. great episode. Great first guest <laughs> session. Thanks, exactly. Jordan. Now, Thanks, and guys. now everyone I has to live it. up to this expectation that Jordan has set. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll see who the other guests. Hopefully they pan out. I don't know. We'll see. That's yeah. Well, yeah. maybe maybe Again, Elon Musk, Joe yeah. Rogan. What's maybe. your what's your next uh, bucket list? That's a that, good. That's question. a great question. Is it the medieval festival? Oh, medieval uh, times. Is that the... uh, uh, Renaissance? Renaissance. Renaissance Fair? Fair. I don't know if we'll have time to do it. It's so in the might... summer. It's, it's no, it's actually going on right now. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's, it's May. Oh, you're in, right. In it's Irwindale. almost over, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where Shit. the heck is Irwindale, bro? It's right by West Covina. I've been oh. to it. It's it's in May though. When's it end, George? Oh, well, it started in April, but it ends on May nineteenth. Oh. So I don't know. It's only it's only on weekends. Only like two days, Sunday and Saturday. I don't know if we'll be able to do it. So well, I'm pretty sure we can cross off something else. I think you had an idea what. You oh, I, to do. I was thinking the, uh, uh, the float tanks. Have you guys seen the sensory deprivation tanks? Yeah, I'm still skeptical about them. Dude, I want to so try it, dude. Try it. I I, I feel like that's the, the like the sober straight edge equivalent of trying ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've heard go. people have some some crazy. Really eye-opening experiences i've also heard nothing happens oh yeah so. uh, yeah i <laughs> yeah. hear you just come we'll out super what, relaxed but we'll but for me it just sounds like a trip like yeah especially for me who i'm so it, i find it so hard to meditate for 10 minutes a day and not you know relax and slow down and not do anything how long are the sessions like i think it's like 30 minutes to maybe an hour but i would die they can go more than that they can go two hours what do you do what do you do we'll Zero find things. out next time you can't be productive silver line i guess that's true yeah well, all right again thank you jordan for coming on and being so open with us of course. Really yeah i really it. enjoyed it thanks for bringing Honestly, me guys yeah thanks thank for you for me. the vulnerability on both of you guys's parts um yeah george beautiful words jordan beautiful words joseph um, i did okay <laughs> <laughs> no you did great um, man. But, thank you for sharing with what you know and passing on to me yeah dude all of them, ogres man, are beautiful about. just all of bros <laughs> opening up talking about feelings and stuff and Ogres are like onions. Yeah, I've got many layers, bro. We all have layers. Um, but right. yeah, so, well, this is uh, this is Joseph. This is George. And Jordan. We're signing off. And... Bye-bye.